Thank you for listening to the CMC Podcast. If you'd like to watch our sermons live or looking for more information about our church, visit cmcchurch.com or follow us on Facebook at Christian Ministries Church. All right, here we go. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. You probably know this by heart. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. Now, it's vital that we see and understand this position that we've been created in. The title of today's message, The Position of Dominion. The word dominion means to rule over. The power to rule. This is a position that God created mankind in on this earth. Mankind was created by God with the power to rule. Psalms 115 verse 6 says, The heaven is the Lord's, but he has given the earth to mankind. This year... We are learning how to live in the kingdom of God. It's called kingdom living. That's where we as a church are living. We're living in the kingdom of God. Now we've got to learn how to do that. Romans 12 tells us we're not being conformed to a world's way of thinking, a worldly world view. We're not being conformed into the way the lost think We are being transformed by the renewing of our minds into how did God create us to see the world, live in this world, and to operate. That's what 2022 is all about for us. And we're doing everything we can in this church to create a place for folks to learn a biblical worldview. It starts in in nursery. It starts with our young ones. We're not babysitting them. We're giving them a biblical worldview in our nursery back there. It takes off in kindergarten through the 12th grade with Christian Ministries Academy. It picks up with our leaders intern program for our college age students. Then we enter into discipleship mentoring groups that are all over here for our people. We just had women's seminar here this last weekend. We're doing all that we can Sunday morning and Wednesday night. Our focus is on not being conformed into a way that the world is teaching us to think. Anti-biblical, anti-kingdom, that's not the way we're going to think. A huge wrong, a destructive worldview that we are in the middle of right now, there is a victim mentality that has swept our nation. A victim mentality. And it's sucking in even people should know better. We are beginning to see ourselves as a victim. You are a victim because of the color of your skin. You're a victim because of what your dad did to you when you were a child. You're a victim because of what happened to you when you were in the mother's womb. You are a victim of what happened to you. you Everybody is a victim to some disease or some situation or something that's happened to them. And this is a deception from the enemy that is totally opposite of the position that God has created us to live in. God's created mankind 
in the position of dominion, to reign over. Now, the devil wants us to see ourselves as a victim. A victim is controlled by what has happened to you or what is happening to you. You're controlled by what happened to you or what is happening to you, and your day is controlled by that. A victim is defeated by what has happened to them, what is happening to them, what I'm going through right now. See, it's defeated you. It's a victim mentality. A victim is under the rule of or under the dominion of what has happened, what they've experienced, what they've gone through. I am a victim. Victim, this has been done to me. And because of that, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do about my happiness or my joy. There's nothing I can do about my health. There's nothing. This has happened to me. Well, when you see yourself as a victim, you quit exercising. I'm going to get better. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to overcome this thing. I'm going to whip this thing. No, I'm a victim by woe is me what has happened to me. A person with a victim mentality will never achieve, will never accomplish, will never obtain. A person with a victim mentality will never live fulfilled, will never overcome obstacles in life. And a person with a victim mentality will never be happy. Never. A victim can only live, now think about this. A victim mentality can only live mad. All day long you're mad. A victim can only live revengeful. I'm going to get even with who did this to me. I'm going to make them pay for what they've done to me. See, a revenge is in a victim's heart. A victim can only live with someone owes me something. I'm a victim, so those rich people out there owe me something. See, I'm a victim. I have to get even and settle the score. Today, I want to talk about seeing yourself, your worldview, in the position that God has created you in, and that is a position of dominion, rule, and reign. This is how life works in the kingdom of God. When this position becomes revelation to you, and this sermon has got to move from me doing another sermon on Sunday morning, has got to move from me doing another sermon to a revelation in your heart of who you are. And when this sermon moves from a Sunday morning sermon to a revelation in your heart of who I am, who God's created me to be, then daily you say to yourself, nope, this doesn't defeat me. That phone call that just could have jerked you up, you hang up, nope, not stealing my day. I'm being happy today. That job deal that just fell through and didn't go through for you, nope, it'll not steal my joy. I'm happy today and I'm living blessed. See, when you understand, are you getting this? But it's got that, this can't be a Sunday morning sermon. Just another one of the long many that you heard me regurgitate. I want this to move to a revelation knowledge to you because you get to a place in your life 
your life changes when this is inside you. Now, we struggle because we don't understand the position. Here's an example for you. A policeman steps out in moving traffic, holds up the hand, and all cars stop. Now, think this through. It's not because of his talent. It's not because of his education. It's not because of the amount of money he's got. It's not because of the amount of money his parents have or didn't have or left him rich or left him poor. It has nothing to do with the amount of money he has. It has nothing to do with his personality. It has nothing to do with the fact if he's perfect or not. The only thing in his mind when he steps out in front of that moving traffic is his position. The only thing in everyone's mind that sees him is not if he's perfect or if you personally like him. I think he's obnoxious. I don't like that guy. I think it, it has nothing to do with whether you like, dislike, or it's not if you agree with his personality. The only thing in every driver's mind is his position in cars stop. Why do they stop? Because of his position. Now, problems happen in life. Crises unfold. Needless situations occur. All because people involved did not grasp or understand position. The title of today's message is The Position of Dominion. Genesis 1.26, this is not earned. It's not how good you've been or how bad you've been. Tim, you don't know what I've done in my life. I've made some horrible mistakes. It has nothing to do with the mistakes you've made. It has nothing to do with what all you've gone through. It is a created position by God. Now, I want you to understand two parts of this. Number one, you have to understand your position, your created position, and you have to understand everybody else's created position. All of us, all of us, we're talking today, how do you see your position? Victim or ruler? Do you see where you are in life as a victim? And you've got a list of who's done what and what's happened to you and the wrongs that you've incurred. And do you see yourself, do you see all of life through the lens of being a victim? Or do you see all of your life through the lens of the position of dominion? I could ask right now, how many men have a pocket knife in your pocket right now that the end is broke off of it? I got what we all do. Ends broke right off my knife. You know why that end is broke? Because I used it for something I shouldn't have. I used it for something it was not created to be used for, and it's broke. And pretty much every knife I've ever had in my whole life, I broke the ends out of them. How many of you ladies in your kitchen, you got a spoon that's bent, forks that are bent, spatula? Why? You, let me tell you. I'm dipping ice cream. Now, sugar-free ice cream. That's all I eat. I can't find our ice cream scoop. We hadn't found our ice cream scoop in months. I don't know where the thing is. So I get a spoon out of the drawer to... 
Come on, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Spoons aren't made to dip ice cream. <laughs> what, what it bends, it breaks when you use something out of what it was created for. The created purpose. And if the devil can get us using areas of our life for something other than what they were created for, the tongue is to produce life. It's to produce blessing. The tongue is to produce encouragement. But you begin to use that in a way it's not created for, something's going to break. Our veins. You start putting stuff up in them that wasn't supposed to go in there. Your lungs, our stomachs, using our homes, our cars, using each other for something that it's created purpose, we start causing trouble in our lives. How did God, the creator, create life here on earth to work? Now, if the church quits teaching this, mankind's doomed because the lost is not going to teach us how God created life to work here. How did God create men, women, marriage, children to work? When we use things other than what they were created for, we're going to start having breaks and bends and all kinds of messes. Genesis 1.26, underline in your Bible, dominion or reign or rule. Whatever your translation says, that's the same word there. There is a dominion over, a reigning over, a position of subduing that God created mankind to live in. Here's what I want you to know. God is not going to subdue life for you. God placed you, God placed creation, everything, under you and I. Now, if you don't subdue your worry, there's no sense in you praying about your worry. You're going to have to subdue it. God's not going to subdue your worry. If you don't subdue your level of happiness, your level of joy... If you allow negative, hurtful, depressing thoughts to rule your day, if you allow insecurities and fears to continue to tell you you can't, you're not good enough, you won't ever be, if you continue to allow this to run your life, don't wait for God to do something about that. We've got to understand the position, see and understand the position that God created us to live in. Now, as we start out in verse 26, animals are not equal to us. And we're having this shoved down our throats right now. We're having, I, I've met with several PETA groups that have told me, I don't want you riding a horse. You're not to inflict your will on a horse. They're equal to us. They are our co-equals. You're not to inflict your will on your cows. You're not, see, they're, they're co-equals with us. Now, you love your dog, I love my horses, but they're under us. A dog is a dog. It's not your child. It's not a member of the family. It's not to be seen as an equal. Now, I get it. Our dog sleeps in bed with us. Shameful. I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I look over. It's something breathing in my ear, and it's not my wife. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this dog does this. But he gets under the covers, 
and can pull him across his neck and lays his stupid head on the pillow. And so it's Terry, the dog, and me. It says, no, it's nothing right about it. Shameful. But here's what I explained to him. You're a dog. You didn't buy this house. This is not your house. It's not your house. To teach opposite of that is a total rejection of God's created order. You're in the place, in the position of dominion, and animals are not equal to us. Now, just quickly, make sure you know the difference in animal welfare and animal rights. The Bible talks about us taking care of our animals. You don't starve animals. You don't beat animals. You don't mistreat animals. I am a rancher. I'm all about animal welfare. I make a living with animal welfare. But you be very careful about watching pictures of these hurting, starving, crying dogs on TV, pulling on your heartstrings, and you send $9 a month to a group that is perpetuating animal rights. It's destroying the country's thinking. Be very, very careful. You're not in support of animal rights. We want to take care of our animals. And there's a big, big difference. Mankind is creating a position of dominion. And you've got dominion. The animals are not equal. They're under you. I love my horses. I love my cattle. I love my baby calves. I love my dogs. I love the fact that we have animals. Just know the position. I love the fact that we have emotions. I'd hate to live life as robots. I love our emotions. Make sure that you understand your creative position. Your emotions are under you. Maybe you think your anger is given dominion. Your frustration is given dominion. I love the fact that we have emotions. Just know your position. Your emotions are under your control. I'm not here to serve my emotions. My emotions are here to serve me. I don't serve my animals. They serve me. My emotions serve me. For generations, a child would let temper get control of them, be in the floor kicking and screaming. A mom, a parent, a grandmother reached down and jerked that kid by the arm, snatched that kid up and say, you get a hold of yourself, young man. How many's heard that very word? You get a... Young lady, you get a hold of yourself and you get a hold of yourself right now. And your feet are about that far off the ground. You get a hold of yourself and you stand up here. You act like a human being. So, see, that was an era in history that we understood the position of dominion and we understood that a child could get a hold of themselves. I wouldn't tell you to get a hold of yourself if you couldn't. I understand you can stop that and you can stand up here and you can straighten your back. See, I ha understand the position of dominion and young lady, you get a hold of yourself. See, that was a position of dominion that we were raised with. Now it's a disorder that needs therapy and counseling to cope with this. To manage this. No, we ain't coping with that right there. And we're not managing that. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take every thought captive 
to the obedience of Christ because you are created in a position of dominion. And what I'm telling you is get a hold of yourself. See, you understand that position, and I can get a hold of myself right now. Well, when children were raised with being told, get a hold of yourself, we produced a generation of adults that could get a hold of themselves. And get a hold of myself right now. I got to get a hold of myself right now. Come on, get a hold of yourself right now. See, trouble occurs when we don't understand that a policeman by the state was given a position. And you stop because of that given position that has nothing to do with whether you like him or not like him or agree or disagree or like his personality. See, you and I, by a created order from God, has been given a position over my mouth, and it has to stop. My temper has to stop. My laziness has to stop. Well, Tim, I just couldn't get out. I mean, my, just, my temper ran away from me, and the first thing you know, I was mad. I kicked the door in, and I didn't give it. Come on, you don't understand your position of dominion. You reign over, you rule over, and you subdue that. Now, let's take this a step further because you got to see this. To understand the kingdom of God, you first have got to understand that it is supernatural. Supernatural is the foundation for everything in the kingdom of God supernatural that means it's not natural it's above natural now the natural realm became predominant in human life when Adam and Eve allowed sin to come in Genesis 3 7 at that moment sin happened at that moment the Bible says their eyes were open and they were naked and ashamed okay hold on did their clothes fall off of them no, no, what happened? What happened was they became self-conscious rather than God-conscious. So, I mean, this is the way they were, but their consciousness, their thoughts were coming from God. They became self-conscious rather than God-conscious. They became sense-oriented instead of spirit-led, and they became limited to the information of the five physical senses and cut off information from the spirit. Now, life in the kingdom is a life lived in the supernatural dimension of reality. Supernatural. How is it possible for me to give money to this church, for me to give money to the building of this classroom complex and have more in my business than I did when I started? How many have had that happen to you then? I mean, you, you've given money away and calls and money and I, what? See, how is it possible to give and have more than you had when you started? See, that's what's called supernatural life. It's above the natural. Before the fall of Adam and Eve, they operated on a completely different level in every area. A higher level of understanding, a higher level of victory, a higher level of joy, a higher level of prosperity, a higher level of peace. So they experienced a higher level of knowledge. It was revelation knowledge. Everything was lived supernatural. That's above the natural dimension of reality. Their life was lived supernaturally. And you and I are moving into living supernaturally. Our life is supernatural. Supernatural. 
talking to our coaches. I don't know how I can volunteer and give all of this time to the basketball team and my business doing better than it did whenever I was there around the clock. You don't explain that. It's supernatural. See, it's, we're living daily life supernaturally. I can't explain this to you. I don't know how to tell you this works. Here's what I'm telling you. It's supernatural. In the natural, the least does not become the greatest. In the natural, we want our children to grow up. Don't you trust anybody. You make a living by the sweat of your brow. In the supernatural, we're to become like a little child. In the natural, you push to get on top. In the supernatural, we serve to get on top. In the natural, someone pushes me, and I'm fixing to bow up and shove back. They punch me, and I'm punching harder. Someone steals my coat. I'm not going to go, hey, come back. Let me give you my shirt while you're at it. See, that's not natural. That's not natural. Someone forces you to go a mile long. Since we're walking, you know, let's go on another mile with you. See, life in the kingdom is supernatural. And supernatural is what I'm talking about is this position of dominion. We live supernatural lives from a position of dominion. Supernaturally, you take your thoughts captive. You've got every reason in the world to be mad, punching, jerked up, but it's supernatural. You're in peace. You're in joy. You're being blessed. Well, you've experienced this. You don't feel like getting up and going to work. But you get up off of that bed, off of that couch, and you go to work anywhere. All mothers have experienced this. You're sick. You are very sick yourself. And 3 in the morning, you hear your child getting sick, and you get up, and you go in there at 3 in the morning, and you take care of your child. That's supernatural. See, that's not natural. That's a supernatural dimension of life. I preach sermons right here on this stage. And I told Paul before I started, you stay ready, sit close. I don't know if I'll make it through. I don't. I am so sick right now, I can't stand. And I get up here, and I'm infused with power. Terry's told me countless times, babe, you call Paul, let him preach. So I'm going to do this. You call somebody, let him preach. Put a sign on the door, say close, due to illness. <laughs> you, you're so weak, you can't. And you get up here to preach. and See, we live supernatural lives in the kingdom. Life in the kingdom is supernatural. To get ahead, you push others down. To get ahead, you step on people to push you up. To get ahead, you use people. In the kingdom, the position of dominion, serving is the way to greatness. Giving is the way it's given unto you. Love overpowers every other evil. See, it's a supernatural area of life. When Jesus came on earth, he came as the second Adam, and he demonstrated where Adam and Eve operated before sin. Jesus lived in a supernatural realm of reality, and he came preaching the kingdom of God. Now, we got to learn to live there. We're learning to live in that realm. We're living in that area of supernatural. Mark 4 talks about this. We work we cultivate the ground, we sow the seed, but we don't know how. It says the farmer doesn't know how. All of a sudden, first the shoot, then the heads, then the ripen, and then the harvest comes. I don't know how all that happened. It says farmer doesn't understand all that. It's supernatural how God works in our life. I give money into this church, and I've got more than I did 
when I was robbing God. I, don't, I can't explain that to you. All I know is it's a life of a supernatural reality that we live in. It's supernatural. Now think this through. I operate in a position of dominion over my wife. And from that position of dominion over her, I speak kind to her. I put her desires above mine. When she's gone, I do the dishes. I clean the kitchen for her. I admire her. I brag on her. I love her like Christ loved the church. I don't understand this. It's supernatural. But when I walk in the door, she says, Babe, what can I get for you? What can I do for you? Do you need something to drink? See, it's, it's a supernatural place of dominion. It's not a natural place of dominion. It's supernatural place of dominion. My wife does so much for me, I can't even list all the things she does for me. How could I not be kind to her and do for her and serve her? She is in total dominion over me because of all the kind things that she does for me. How See, it's a position of dominion, but it's not in the natural. Now, you've got to understand this. It's not in the natural that we're walking around with a club and beating everybody into submission. It's a supernatural dimension of reality. And whenever you are operating in dominion, you're serving and loving, and others serve and love you. They can't help not. It's the position of dominion that must be seen from the supernatural realm of reality. Most of you probably saw this. I recently saw a basketball coach. Got so mad on TV, came over. I mean, right on TV, starts punching. I mean, really a head coach. Throws this punch right in the face of another coach. That is a wrong understanding of dominion. That, 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 and you know what? It didn't work. It didn't pay great dividends for him. There was not a lot of reward. Had he operated from the position of dominion, gone over, shook hands, apologized for his attitude, handled and conducted himself from the position of dominion, you'd have been surprised at what that would have caused in that other coach. See, you'd have been surprised at how that other... See, it's a position of dominion, but from a supernatural place, not a natural place. In the natural, we lose our temper. We're controlled by our moods. We're limited by our possessions, in the created position of supernatural, we have dominion. And I can plant seeds that I had rather cook and ate and have more seeds than I had when I started. See, I can give money that I really want to keep and spend, and I can have more money in my business than I started. See, your wife can be mean, and supernaturally you have dominion over her. You rule her. So you start serving, loving, speaking kind, giving to her. And before she, before she even knows it, she's got to soften. She has to turn because love conquers everything. But you start slinging fists and kicking over lamps and spinning tires, watch how that works for you. That's not a position of dominion, and we've got to understand that. Naturally, in the natural, I see the direction this president is leading. And naturally, I'm jerked up about it. I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm fearful. What in the world, or what in this world, this president, are you kidding me? 
But supernaturally, I have dominion here on this earth. And I've gone back and I've reread Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And I was created in the position of dominion, except if you've got a bonehead for a president. Then all hope is gone for you. Come on, God's word is not contingent on foolishness in the White House. God's word is not hinged, and we've got Christians acting like their life is being governed by some bonehead instead of understanding my life is, my steps are ordered by the Lord. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Fact is, I meant to go back and count it up, but just off the top of my head, I think we've had 12 or 14 different presidents in my lifetime. Sinar, they're all gone. And this guy will be just like one of them. And God's still here. God's still here. Think about how fast the last three years of your life has gone. Three years, this guy's going to be somewhere else and be gone. And I'm, God's still here. Fourteen presidents have come and gone in my lifetime. And God's still here. He's one still never. He's never changed. Come on, let's live like God is still here. This guy's temporary. Why would I be jerked up over these bonehead things that he's doing right now? I'm ruling. I'm subduing every area of my life. I'm not just in here praising the Lord on Sunday morning. Come on, I'm living life in the kingdom every single day. God's in control, not just when the band is leading. I understand God created me in a position of dominion. Today, my question is, have you, unbeknownst to yourself, bought into a victim mentality? Are you a victim of this president? Are you a victim of what's happening? Are you a victim of your health? Are you a victim of your circumstances? Are you a victim to what's happened to you? Are you a victim to what you went through? What area of your life have you allowed this victim mentality to make you feel hopeless about where you are? Do you feel trapped? Do you feel I'm a victim? Nothing I can do about this mess? I want you to leave here today knowing, seeing, and understanding the state gave a policeman a position. It wasn't based on whether his life was perfect or not perfect. It wasn't based on his personality. It was a given position, authority of dominion given by the state. And I want you to leave here today understanding God has given you a position of dominion. It's not based on your personality, not on the fact that you're perfect, not on how much money you have, and it's not on who's president. When your life gets out of control... Worry over this war in the Middle East. Worry over the gas prices. Worry over this president's lack of leadership. Worry over your kids, your schedules, your money, or your bills. You step out and you hold your hand up. I am in the position of dominion. I rule and I reign over everything in this life. And here's what I'm telling you today. I'm loving my life. I have never been this happy, and this is a great life that I'm living right now. I'm having a great day because of my position of dominion. Y'all stand.
Lord, we thank you for our created position. All we can do is just say, God, forgive me. I'm sorry for the ways that I have not taken dominion over my moods, over my temper, over my anger, over my frustration. Lord, today I recognize that you have given me a position of dominion. And I'm ruling and reigning. I'm, reign, I'm ruling and reigning over anger and bitterness and frustration. I'm ruling and reigning over my health and my health issues. I am blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. And whatever I put my hand to prospers. And this world is under me. I'm not under this world. Now, God, you direct and guide our homes, our families, our life. Lord, guide us as we supernaturally live in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the CMC podcast. If you'd like to watch our sermons live or looking for more information about our church, visit cmcchurch.com or follow us on Facebook at Christian Ministries Church.